happy spring everybody yeah happy spring welcome to our second episode uh if you guys have just joined us i am robin at tired a tired witch on instagram and i'm with maria at maria the arcane on instagram and welcome to our second episode Yes, thank you so much for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, following us on Spotify, and basically whatever platform you're listening to our lovely voices on. (laughs) We love you, and we appreciate you. The feedback has been so amazing, and we are so glad you all loved the first episode. Yes, thank you guys so much. to start this podcast off this week we kind of wanted to talk about something that needs addressing uh within the witch community i've been seeing it a lot on facebook a little bit on instagram and a little bit on twitter uh as we all know the covid19 coronavirus is something that's affecting all of our lives one way or another and what is happening what i'm seeing is happening is a lot of people are taking that opportunity to kind of take advantage of people's, you know, scared nature. People are scared. We don't have a lot of information. We don't know what's going on. And that's all valid and fair. What's not valid and fair is trying to sell people spell work, saying it will cure you from the coronavirus. (laughs) Uh, What's not valid and fair is telling people for $60, I'll do a reading on you to see whether or not you have or will get COVID-19. And if you do, you know, I'm going to tell you that for another $100, I can cure it. That's I've seen it a lot. And it's not cool. Like scammers are on a high right now, they want to take advantage of you. (laughs) Yeah, they're are going always going to be people who will take advantage of a situation in order to make a profit. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> fake spiritual people aren't the exception. Legit. Just don't buy from anyone who says they are going to give you a medical cure. This is not how anything works. This is not how magic, you know, how magic works. When you set an intention for something or if a witch you hire sets an intention for you, you have to follow it through with real world energy. Like I did a health spell for myself, but I'm also going to continue to self-isolate and wash my hands and make sure to disinfect. I'm not going to go out in public and do all the things affecting others thinking my spell is going to offer some sort of like shield for me. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, it just is a good rule of thumb. Don't ever buy spell work or tarot readings for health related matters. If you want to do a health spell for yourself, absolutely, I say go for it. But don't pay for that. Go see a doctor. And I understand that there's a lot of privilege in that statement um, that that you might have not have health insurance, etc. I know I don't. Um but I'd rather you go into debt than die. And no one <laughs> who is not a doctor is qualified to prevent you from dying. So consider your options. Obviously, debt is not a joke. And the if you live in America, the American healthcare system is not a joke. It is very real for both myself and Maria. Uh, yes. But don't. Don't let scammers take advantage of you during this time. And realistically, that's all we're going to talk about in regards to the coronavirus, because that's not this podcast. But yeah, 
scammers are real. They're prevalent and they are really out there. So please, you guys take care of yourselves and, you know, think smart. Yes, please do, because we don't want to see you guys sick and unwell just because you went to go get a spell from someone who uh, just wants your money. your money yeah they just want your money and they're probably not they're not going to do anything they're just going to take it and say that they did it yep exactly or, or send you a photo of somebody else's spell work and say yep that was oh yours oh, so just horrible. think smart guys and please for the love of god wash your hands please wash your hands if you're <laughs> gonna do nothing else during this pandemic please wash your hands yes wash your hands and if you're privileged enough to stay inside do it Yes, and there's a lot of recognition in that. Getting to stay home from work is a privilege. Yeah, and we appreciate anyone who has to work during this time. You guys are amazing. So the upcoming new moon in Aries pairs pretty much perfectly with the spring equinox. The new moon in Aries is happening on March 24th. And if you're kind of new to witchcraft, the new moon in general refers to fresh starts, new beginnings. If you're going to be starting a new project, this would be the time to be using that lunar phase. And that pretty much aligns great with spring because what is more new than Baby chickies and little lammies. <laughs> Strawberries and sprouts. <laughs> Yum. Uh, the day you guys are going to be listening to this, or the day is out, rather, I should say, uh, the 20th, is also the same day as Spring Equinox or Ostera, depending on what you celebrate. Yes. And if you're stuck inside right now during, you know, the self-isolation phase of this virus, there is so much you can do. And instead of having a feast, you know, have a veggie rich dinner if you're able to get your hands on some vegetables. And if you're a parent, make sure the family is sitting around the table and engaging in conversation for the you know, spring equinox dinner. If you have a home with a yard or balcony during the spring equinox, make sure to make the absolute most out of it. Go sit outside, go meditate and reconnect with nature as much as you can. And if you can't buy eggs, buy eggs or find eggs and, or if you're vegan and you don't want to go to the store, make some paper eggs and hide them around the house for all the littles. Mm -hmm. Write your intentions on compostable material and bury it. So it will harvest for the autumn equinox or Mabon. There's so much you can do if you are stuck at home. So don't feel like you have to do these huge rituals or go outside and be, you know, chance getting sick. You don't have to do that. I mean, on the note of paper eggs, it maybe sounds a little silly, but you can literally cut out an egg shape out of paper, color them in with your family, and hide them just like you would a normal egg hunt. Yeah, It's not going to be the same, but that's part of the human condition, right? Is adapting, improvising, and making it work. Yeah, and having fun. I mean, have fun. It's good if you're on a budget, too. (laughs) Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just keep things fun. Things don't have to be, you know, Doom and how gloom. it is. Yeah, no. Just have fun. Keep it light. Absolutely. So the new moon in Aries, um, we're looking at energies brought forward. The Aries moon, all the Aries moons are very fire-fueled. 
And because of current global situations, we all need to take the opportunity with the Aries new moon to slow down and pause on our fresh start energy. Mm -hmm. It can bring this restlessness and kick-ass quality, which is amazing and is amazing for spell work. (laughs) Uh, But instead of focusing on the uncertainty that is going on around us, use that kind of kick-ass quality to just slow down and take risks that are realistic. So obviously you don't want to maybe go on a risk-taking journey that takes you across the country and you're in a car right now. (laughs) (laughs) But instead, take more minor risks at home. You might want to be considering... Texting that guy you like. I mean, heck, we can all Snapchat, right? And that's scary and risk taking and doesn't require Mm -hmm. putting yourself or anybody else in danger. (laughs) Those are the kind of risks we want to take ones that are calculated and not actually dangerous. So slow down, think about stuff, but still be bold at the same time. You can have your cake and eat it too in this time, and that's okay. There's no deadline. So don't rush. If you're taking the example of texting some guy you like, there. What's the what's the rush? Chill out, slow down, take a breath, and then think about what you're going to say before you're going to do it. Because you can take bold risks without being clumsy. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really like for myself. You know, I think the biggest risk that you can take during this time, I mean, you're stuck inside. Well, most of us are stuck inside. So maybe do that little internal work that you've been putting off. I mean, I think we should all focus this new moon on inner and personal growth because with this current climate, it isn't going to be great for searching for um, professional growth since most of us are self-isolating. Absolutely. And businesses aren't necessarily growing. I mean, this truly offers us a unique chance to be alone with our thoughts and truly think about how we can improve the relationship we have with ourselves. Totally. And, you know, we can also use the energy of this new moon to help others who are not in great circumstances thanks to this virus. You can set intentions to help others and put real world energy into manifesting them into being, like being an advocate for small businesses and reaching out to friends who are affected by, you know, affected by this and the elderly. You know, just check in. Yes, check in on your grandparents, check in on the elderly, check on your immune compromised friends. The main thing with this moon is, is even though we're bringing this fired, fire-fueled energy forward, it's not NASCAR. It's not a race. Mm-mm. There is no deadline <laughs> ahead of you. Instead, take your ideas, reflect on them, and then reflect, all right, now how can I practically apply this? And you're going to have all these amazing ideas and this overwhelming sense of I can do this and I can do that and I can do this which is amazing but don't rush into anything like a silly silly that there's no need for that (laughs) yeah like I don't taking risks right now just 
not a good idea, guys. Just yeah, it's taking risks, but cautiously, realistic risks. <laughs> yes, uh, maybe don't go sign up for bungee jumping, but <laughs> but do take this time to maybe re up your CV so that way when you apply to a career when or new career move you're all good to go and you can start sending out those applications as soon as applications become available that are bold and scary and different. That is a calculated risk. You want to make a career move? Well, now's the time to brush up on stuff and everything's going to be okay. You just need to do it smart. (laughs) Yes. Come prepared. (laughs) Yeah. Just like we were talking about earlier with the COVID stuff. Think smart, guys. (laughs) Be bold. Think smart. And it's going to be great. Okay, so let's move on to the tarot card. This week, we are discussing the Four Swords, which we feel definitely needs to be heard right now. (laughs) The universal meaning of this card is very similar to how I view this card. It's about rest, taking a much needed break and reflection, basically taking the time you need to get back on your feet so you can get up and fight once again. Now, when it comes to the suit of swords, when they pop in pop up in my readings, they almost always deal with mental health and our innermost thoughts, while fours in the deck to me are about stability. On the card itself, you see a knight laying on a slab, swords on the wall pointing down towards him, one tucked underneath him, and stained glass that is filling this room with light. It is what I call a timeout card. Sometimes we just need to take a break from it all when our mental health isn't at its best, especially after a really rough period, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we just left the three of swords, which is heartbreak, (laughs) devastation and all that. And so the three of swords actually reappear in this card on the ceiling, pointing down towards our knight. And it represents to me the situation, our thoughts that are currently weighing heavily on us when this card pops up. We need to rest and heal so they aren't holding us back anymore. If we move forward without doing this, these swords may become emotional baggage, forever weighing us down and anchoring us to this past experience. The slab reminds me of finding our stability, our foundation, our center. Sometimes we have to do... All we have to do is give ourselves time to heal and mend mentally so we can regain our mental strength and our stability once again. Now we move on to the beautiful window. To me, especially since it's a stained glass window, it resembles hope, spirituality, spirituality and self-reflection. Very big churchy vibe going on here. Yeah. <laughs> it wants you to deeply reflect on what has happened that has led you to needing this R&R and to consider how you can move forward in the way that honors your highest self. Now, the sword underneath our knight that shouldn't go unnoticed, it shows that we can pick up, pick it up and fight once we are ready to do so. It is there for us waiting. But first, before we carry on, we need to do the necessary internal work to get to that point. So, Miss Robin, how do you view this card? I mean, I completely agree with you. Uh, the Four of Swords, to me, looks like a mausoleum or mm-hmm. similar, you know, like the cathedrals that have saints buried and that's covered 
and like a statue that yes. looks like how the saint was supposed to look in life. And with that sort of mortuary vibe, we see the ultimate contemplation, the ultimate pause and relax, and that's death. And whether you believe in it or not, when a lot of people feel as though when you die, you then become an angel, you become a ghost, a spirit, whatever. So it gives you that kind of time to pause, reflect, breathe, meditate. And with that pausing, you can contemplate, you know, moving on to a higher plane of existence, whether that's Mm -hmm. in literal death or just making better choices moving on. And this particular card also mirrors the moon phase right now of that whole taking risks but calculated don't do yeah. anything w- without thinking about it first. Pause, Definitely. reflect. We have all this time to do that. There's no, there's no race. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the last thing you want to do for this card is race to the end. You need to yeah. do this work. <laughs> Hold on to that sort of, you know, ghost vibes, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, pretend to be dead for a little bit. No, don't actually do that. Please don't. I'm not telling you guys to die. Please. Please. Nobody misquote me on that. (laughs) And then, you know, during this, while we're all inside and self-isolating, take this time to reflect on yourself like the forest swords. And it's a great time if you have contemplated or if it's something that you do on an occasion or even if it's something you do all the time, looking into and practicing with guided meditations. They're tricky, and we've got all this free time, man. Why not explore that <laughs> further? Right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I completely agree. And, you know, dive into hobbies that you put off for so long because this is asking you to, you know, yeah. what have you been putting off? Go read a book. Go read a yeah, book. Yeah, go read a book. So, Robin, what's stirring your cauldron right now? Oh, thank you so much for asking. (laughs) My cauldron is not only stirred, my cauldron is whipped to perfection like a meringue, okay? (laughs) I am absolutely digging, like absolutely digging the indie artist community, like wave of tarot decks. It seems like anybody who is creative and an artist and has the drive and energy to make a 72 card deck. <laughs> uh, mad props. Mad yeah, props. Yeah, first of all, mad props. But second of all, in the last five years, especially, but in the last decade, this wave of indie artists making decks is amazing. You know, when I was a teenager, you basically had the Rider Waite, the Thoth, and maybe a few like really. I'm trying to think of the right word to not sound like a jerk, but very uh, Green Man-esque tarot Mm -hmm. decks where it was like fairies or angel decks, etc., which are beautiful and wonderful in their own right. I'm not trying to knock them, but the Millennials and the Gen Zers, right? It's Gen Zers Mm -hmm. that are below us. Um, They're making decks and it's incredible and it's beautiful and I love their interpretations if you like something just as a person you have 
a hobby you really like or a style of art, there's probably a deck for you. And I friggin love that. My husband wishes I didn't love it so much because we have <laughs> so many decks. <laughs> He's constantly just like, again, another one. <laughs> uh, not in storage, but just like in my reachable vicinity, I probably have 30 or 40 decks. And who knows how many are in storage. It's, oh, he wishes so badly that I just would stop. And I won't. I will never stop. You can't make me. So <laughs> I feel like when I die, hopefully at a very old age, people will be bidding over my storage space and will open up and be very disappointed <laughs> or or absolutely thrilled to see hundreds of decks I've yeah, collected through the years. That's going to be me. It's going to be my estate sale. And they're going to be like, um, we've got everything here from seven copies of the Rider-Waite-Smith deck to, <laughs> <laughs> to this one, to that one, to this one. Like... I, I, to my own credit, I do go through phases where I retire decks and I just keep them yes. for because I have like sentimental value because I'm a cancer and I can't help myself. Um, you guys are hoarders. I I like to consider myself to be a selective <laughs> hoarder. Okay. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I know cancers that will, like, save their contacts because those, that, on that day, the contacts saw so many things. Um, so I'm not that bad, but I am bad enough where I'm, like, I still have the shirt I was wearing the day I met my husband, even though the shirt has not fit me in five years, uh, has holes in it and is tattered and I'll never wear it again. But you know, that shirt <laughs> holds a lot of sentimental value. So I'm going to keep it. And if you try to take it away from me, I will physically fight you. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm that way with my decks and you name it. I, I probably have it. And if I don't have it and you bring it to my attention, I will want it. And my husband will be silently cursing, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's just, there's a wave of it. And it's amazing because you have these decks that go off of the traditional imagery, which is great. Super awesome for beginners. Just generally awesome. Right. And then you have these decks that are just doing their own thing and they're not great for beginners, obviously, but I live for it. I think it is so cool. <laughs> I love like getting that sort of vision into somebody's mind. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, whoa, yes. so when you had the four of cubs, this is what you in your brain either interpreted it or thought it would look cool, freaking whatever. And I'm here for it, man. Tarot decks have legit become a new way for artists to express themselves. It like they're truly like little works of art. I mean, yeah. they're like little paintings and stuff. Like so much work and effort goes into creating them. I love seeing how, as you said, artists interpret interprets each card. Yeah. There's so many decks I read differently than I would, let's say, the Rider Weight deck because uh -huh. of this. And then as witches. People, we all have like different tastes and like, I personally prefer darker decks, but I know you, you love pastel cards along with the I'm darker decks. I'm a pastel decks. bitch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like an Easter egg? I'll take seven. Thank you. 
<laughs> that is so funny. I am very, I'm very p- particular about the decks I choose, but now there's so many choices I get to choose from. Yeah, I have decks too because of the energy they kind of carry on their own. Mm-hmm. I have decks now that I'm like, oh, I'm getting a love, I'm doing a love reading. I have a deck for that. Oh, I'm doing mm-hmm. a Celtic cross, like general reading. I have a deck for that. And, you know, that might be my own internalized excuse as to why buying 50, 60, $70 <laughs> decks constantly uh, is okay. If my husband is listening to this, that's the reason, babe. So please still love me. <laughs> They're tax write-offs. It's fine. Yeah. So... So jot that the fuck down, bud. (laughs) Um, But they do. They bring their own energies. And I love that. I love that it is. I can sit there and I can say to myself, okay, I know because I've used this deck a billion times that if somebody is about to go through a breakup or they're in a relationship that is on a break and they want to see, you know, what's the energies here, the advice, I'm like, this card will kill them with kindness and it will be nice and it will be soft this deck. And so we're going to go with this Mm -hmm. one because I know they're in an emotionally vulnerable state where sometimes people come to me for advice that needs to be heard no matter what this, this Mm -hmm. deck is a little harsher and it's getting to the point, you know? And then, you know, I just have like my curse decks. I have curse decks that, they're they're cursed i burn them Uh, they're not actually cursed for those of you listening please i've not been cursed (laughs) i call them cursed decks just like you would say an image is cursed because they're mean and i hate them (laughs) (laughs) they bully me they're a bully deck and i don't like to be bullied okay i get cyber bullied by my tarot decks i don't appreciate it so yeah no no (laughs) tell me i'm being stupid gently okay i do not need that negative stuff yeah tell me i need to pause and reflect don't tell me i'm a big dummy because i already probably know that you dick So now that we've talked about things that are stirring our cauldron, Maria, what is not stirring your cauldron right now? I want to talk about egos and holier than thou attitudes in our community. By the way, this isn't to be confused with confidence because, you know, from our last episode, you know, I am all about that. I'm talking about the people who use their magic and their voice to put down other people in our community because apparently... They are some sort of superhumans and supreme (laughs) beings who think they are better than everybody else. Yes. When it comes to their craft, it's their way or the highway. They put other people's practices down because they believe the way that they were taught to do things is the only true way. And this isn't the case. It is very detrimental to our community. Everyone's path needs to be unique. Not one person's practice is going to be the same. Mm -hmm. We all have different belief systems, and that's okay. Do I have the same beliefs and practices as Robin? No. Well, I put hers down. Absolutely, you do. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I will not. (laughs) I am the supreme. 
<laughs> but like this holier than thou narrative just it really pisses me off especially when these people put down others for expressing their truth and are honest about their life experiences by the way don't get me wrong if you don't want to share what you are going through you're not obligated to tell anyone your life story Absolutely. or share anything about yourself just don't ever put someone down for being honest about what they are going through. We all go through ebbs and flows in our lives and practices and telling people otherwise to save face sets unrealistic standards, especially for new witches who don't know that, you know, what this person is talking about is baloney. And on that note, like we talked about last time, there is obviously ways that you can be doing the craft wrong. When you base mm-hmm. things off of movies, etc. However, yes, that is a vast difference compared to people's paths being different. You know, mm-hmm. you take, let's say, somebody who practices hoodoo, and you compare that to a Wiccan, their paths are going to be very different, and neither one of them are wrong. And then there's also, you know, cyber witches who do they do things through technology and stuff like that, and. I do some of it, but a lot of it I don't connect with. And, you know, that's okay. I'm not going to put down a cyber witch who is totally into that stuff. I mean, that would be ridiculous and very hypocritical. I don't get cyber witchcraft at all. I really don't get it. But that does not make it wrong. That just means that I that just means I'm an old old woman. I'm very old. Technology confuses me. Help. What's a Facebook? Is what is this? Some sort of MySpace? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't get it, but I'm also not in a position to sit here and say that's right, that's wrong, because I also have never tried to practice that. So, (laughs) and you know, I was recently added by someone earlier this year in our community for expressing my struggles with anxiety and my chronic illness, something I don't talk about too often. I was called out for being unstable and too emotional because of this, you know, typical toxic masculinity mentality putting down femmes and this was just for sharing two posts letting others know they aren't alone if they deal with these things and how i use witchcraft as a tool of healing on top of using real world energy to keep my chin up they basically said i shouldn't help others since apparently i'm not pure and godlike (laughs) i am human dear listeners the people who act like their shit don't stink are human too she's lying (laughs) suffer lows just like everybody else she's actually an alien cyborg jokes on jokes on you (laughs) listeners she's not human she is an android Uh, i just want to say really quick uh if that person is listening and they very well might be fuck you asshole anyway continue (laughs) it's true that's such a good move anxiety and real life human emotions are are real they are valid and pretending that you yourself are always some sort of fucking computer who never has bad days is not only detrimental to your own mental health but quite frankly that's your business um that's not mine Mm -hmm. it is detrimental to people in general to sit there and pretend like you only have good days. Fuck you. Fuck that kind of attitude. It's, I'm not here for it. It honestly pisses me off so bad. I just... Yes. Real life, humans have emotions and that's okay. And pretending you don't and pretending you're bigger and better than that, 
you're an asshole. Yeah. So I promise exactly. I'll stop swearing now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that needed some swearing. And, you know, don't ever think you can't practice because you suffer from a mental or chronic illness, lovely. If anything, these things give you a very unique view and experience with your craft, and that needs to be heard. You are just as much as a witch as the Karen down the street who has Mm -hmm. no chronic illnesses and no mental illness illnesses. Mm -hmm. And you are just as capable magically as anyone else who is practicing. Don't listen to poop heads. Don't. (laughs) To anyone who puts down others to step up on your throne, you are the ones who shouldn't be allowed to practice or share your unrealistic standards. Go do the necessary internal work you need to do because I'm sure your shadow self is a fucking mess. (laughs) And on that note too, uh, even if you don't suffer from chronic anxiety, chronic depression, chronic uh, illness of any kind, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you are going to be exempt from having days where you have anxiety. Anxiety is a human yes. emotion. Sometimes we as humans have a problem where the anxiety takes over more often than we can control. Not that you can control anxiety, but it happens so often that it's crippling. So pretending that you never have anxiety, just as an example, or an anxious episode, is such a lie. (laughs) Maybe maybe you don't have chronic anxiety, but everyone gets anxiety at some point or another. And pretending you don't is so ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And you're not better than anybody else. You're just an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, you really are. And then like... That's like saying that you you take a shit. Yeah, maybe you don't poop every single day, but everyone <laughs> poops. Everyone, everyone poops. poops. And your shit does not smell like roses. <laughs> yeah, and you, you might not poop four times a day like some people with crazy metabolisms. But you still poop, man. You still poop. Everybody does it. Stop pretending you're better than everybody else, except for me. I don't poop. I don't poop at all. I actually, I'm, girls don't poop. Um, so I actually don't, don't poop. poop. <laughs> Maria doesn't poop. So I guess that was a poor analogy because we don't poop. We're girls. Thank you for coming to my playground <laughs> podcast. We are six years old. <laughs> yes, we are. We will laugh about poop jokes all day. <laughs> but, you know, like things snowball all the time, you know, like, if you're like at the time my grandfather was he has dementia and so I was I'm dealing with that and we had stuff falling apart in our house and it was just it was stuff on top of stuff and it was a lot uh, it gets overwhelming and you're not alone if you are going through bad days and you are not less than for experiencing sudden bursts of anxiety Yes. Or even day long things of anxiety. You you're fine. Kind of like we talked about last week with mob mentalities, it's the exact same situation, but instead of mobbing up on someone, you are putting people in a situation where they feel like the mob is against them. And it's of course all most likely in their own head because nobody is specifically saying, Hey, you, you have anxiety and like we don't like you. 
but it is it's kind cool. of putting people in that position really unfairly, especially people who, for example, again, the anxiety thing, people who do have anxiety where we're worried about stuff like that. It's just not very nice. Like, get off your high horse, guys. <laughs> yes, completely agree. Just like last time, we kind of want to take a moment to talk about creators and creators we're loving. And just like last time, I'd like to preface that these are our own opinions. These are not ads. This is just stuff we're loving right now. Yes. The first person I want to talk about is on TikTok. I don't know if you guys have TikTok. I am a 30-year-old woman who likes watching them. They're funny to me. Someone remove me from this app. Honestly, I have a problem. <laughs> it is addicting. It is <laughs> so good. But that, okay, TikTok in general is a story for another day. I know it started off as like uh, musically, but it is slowly becoming the new Vine and not just the new Vine, but somehow better than Vine. And so I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, same. Same. The first account. That we or person that we'd like to talk about is a TikTok account called Brooklyn Witch, and I can put it in the description. Yes, because the two O's are capitalized, or zeros or capitalized. I'm I'm not certain. I'll I'll double check. So you guys look okay. in the description for that. But their account is so unbelievably funny. The creator of the account works at a witchcraft store. It's a bookstore called Catlin Books in Brooklyn. And Ugh, the majority of their content is, I mean, they do some spell work examples, funny things referring to spell work. But the majority of their content is recreating phone calls they got at the bookstore that day. And it is literally <laughs> the funniest shit I have ever seen in my entire life because it's just my email inbox or my DM inbox. And it is so unbelievably funny. They talk about people calling them and asking for spells to fly or to go back in time. If they, I just, I die. There was one I'm pretty sure that was about werewolves. I, it's what? so funny because it's so relatable. <laughs> it's so funny because it's so relatable. And obviously, I'm not putting anybody down or anything like that. But there are, mm -hmm. like we've talked about in the past, people that take things from movies and expect it to be real life. And mm -hmm. then they DM people about it or call them or email them or whatever. And they won't let up on it. <laughs> Even when you're like, yeah, no, that's not a thing. And they won't let up. And so seeing it presented in such a comical way is so fucking funny to me. It is like everything is so funny on their page. And it's I so love funny. <laughs> There's this one video where they're opening up like stinky jars like valerian root and Irish <laughs> moss. <laughs> I was like, wow, if that's not a mood, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just, it's very relatable. It's very relatable and something that's presented in such a comical way. Even if you have no intention of using TikTok or similar, I highly recommend you finding their account. I don't know if they're on Instagram. I have no idea. Uh, I tried to look 
and there's mm-hmm. no account under that name. So if they do have an Instagram for it, it's not under the same name as their TikTok. But I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys listening or watching it because it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not going to use TikTok or I might in the future. I don't know. But I am legit just going to go on occasionally to view it's so, their videos. It's so good. Because they're it's so, so good. good. I, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had more <laughs> to say here other than go fucking watch their videos, guys. It's so funny. <laughs> The second account that we wanted to talk about is Jessica from Magic Brows. That is her company name. So it's also her Instagram. She's a really good friend of mine, actually. And she does cosmetic tattoos that are in like astrology uh, constellations. So it's freckles. Yeah. And she does like people's star charts in their freckles. And it's incredible. I've always found freckles like adorable because my wife has freckles and I've always wanted freckles. Oh yeah. I love her freckles. They're so cute. (laughs) And I think it's so cool that people are getting them now. And especially like your astrology symbols and stuff like that. How freaking unique and amazing is that? Like, yes, I agree entirely. (laughs) She just recently like opened a studio and if you're in the Detroit area, she has uh, wares, you know, like lunar necklaces and crystals and stuff like that in her shop if you're not like interested in getting a tattoo done. And they are, it's not microblading, Mm -hmm. it is tattoos. Her and I have had this conversation before. If you ask her personally, she (laughs) will tell you why microblading is bad i'm not a professional i'm not going to get into that so ask jessica (laughs) (laughs) i have freckles myself and i really want her to tattoo me (laughs) i want the freckles as well (laughs) like i would like that also it's it's not gonna happen because i'm in california and she's in detroit but i would like that and so jessica if you're listening and you'd like to come all the way to california uh please tattoo (laughs) my face (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, and the brows that she does, so the good. brows are amazing. I have really thin brows and it'd be really nice to get them yeah. all like, you know, jazzed up. My brows are a product of the MySpace days. Um, the overplucking to have like a single hair thick. Yep. That early, you know, 2000s. Oh, awful. It's so bad. <laughs> And her the her eyebrows that she does as well is just incredible. Uh, I know microblading in general and getting your eyebrows filled in with tattoos has become very popular. And because of that, there are mm-hmm. a lot of people that do them, that do the worst fucking job I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, you paid someone money? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> you gave them money to do oh. that to your face? <laughs> and that is 100% not the case with Jessica I love it. I love the astro freckles. I wanted to do astro brows on yes. me. Please, if you would put my star signs in my eyebrows, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yep, same. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so come join us on our Patreon. 
because the library and above get to hear our part two, where we answer questions for from our Discord members. And this week we're talking about witches' paths and some stuff from our last conversation <laughs> that deals with <laughs> budget witchcraft that we may or may not have forgotten to mention last we time. We definitely forgot it, guys. We 100% forgot it. We're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But in our defense, we gave a lot of information. (laughs) We did. And that's why you guys should join us in part two in Patreon to hear it because we have a lot to talk about. And it's only going to be exclusive to Patreon members. It's never going to be released anywhere else. Yeah. And if you come join our Discord, you get to ask your own questions for next time. I can't. Joining us on our Patreon will keep us funded so we can continue to do this for you lovely creatures. So please, please, please come and join us. In our library, we have spells, group readings, and loads of different articles filled with helpful information, especially for new witches. Absolutely. It's no matter what your price point is, we're trying to make it accessible and informative for everybody. So we hope you guys like it. And as it stands now, we're trying to do this podcast bi-weekly. Which means that if you join us, you'll get four episodes a month, two of which you can listen to right now, and the other two are exclusive to Patreon. So we hope you guys join us. And come follow us on major platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Speaking of, if you are listening to this and you hear this and you like our podcast, please, please rate us. Uh, It really helps a lot, especially when we're brand new and just kind of getting out there. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you review us on Apple Podcasts, it's going to lift our thing so more people can see it when they're searching for witchcraft stuff. So it'd be very helpful. It's very helpful. And for those of you who have already rated us and followed us on Spotify, all that, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Yes. We appreciate you so much. So we hope you guys will join us in Patreon and hear our part two. We'll see you over there if you're already there. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons with Robin from A Tired Witch on Instagram. And with Maria from Maria the Arcane on Instagram. One. One. Two, three, five witches. We're going to get that timed up one of these days. Yeah, yeah. We we will get it done. It will be perfect. (laughs) 